0: I'm Peter By, uh, By and By Productions, uh, longtime Carpenteria resident and longtime radio DJ in Santa Barbara, now retired from radio somewhat.
1: Amazing.
2: <laughs> you don't ever really retire from no. radio, and you should know that.
0: <laughs> and I'm
2: uh, Dennis Mitchell. I host uh, Breakfast with the Beatles, internationally syndicated version that's on 65 radio stations. Um, and uh, I also own Carpenteria Valley Radio, which is the town's community radio station at Valleyradio.com. And the two uh, factions merged recently when I brought my Breakfast with the Beatles show onto that radio station, which is now its exclusive South Coast home.
1: Wow, that's super cool. I'm Kelly. It's very nice to meet you and um, speak with you about this. So obviously, this event is the 60 Years of Beatlemania and I just had a few questions. So my first question is, how was the craze for the Beatles or Beatlemania different from any other audience before? And how would that evolve throughout the decade?
2: A lot of people have referred to it as a perfect storm because Elvis Presley had been shuffled off to the military and <clears throat> the nation was Still deep in grieving over the death of uh, President Kennedy. And here came this band from England. Uh, It wasn't all timing. It was their brilliant songs and that they offered something completely different. Mm -hmm. It just took seeing them on the Ed Sullivan show, frankly, for millions and millions of people to not care about anything in the world except what this band was going to do next. Uh, And I think that that's what's held the test of time.
1: Absolutely. It was something like 73 million people tuned into that show
0: to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, reflective of what was going on was the the tremendous buildup to their arrival in the States on February the 7th and their own surprise at seeing thousands of people, mainly a lot of teenage girls, that greeted them at uh, JFK Airport. Just shortly after they had landed. Even they were surprised not having been here, except I believe uh, George was the only one that had been to the States. And all of a sudden, it was this instant explosion.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, my next question was that their performance on the Ed Sullivan show came very early on in their career. did the early songwriting such as like Please Please Me differ from later records like Revolver or The White Album?
2: They shifted from uh, basically boy-girl themes, uh, love songs, covers of classic love songs, and you know things that uh, were in the mindset of a teenager. And when they evolved during their evolution after, uh, say, the Help album. Actually, during Help is when they started using cannabis because Bob Dylan had turned them on to it. And there's no denying that, that things kind of shifted after that. Revolver came out and shocked a lot of fans in a good way. It dealt with more serious uh, adult matters and um, slightly tinged with a little drug haze here and there. Mm-hmm.
1: That's mm-hmm. what I should say. Yeah, no, I know the shift. I know that Revolver was definitely the record that got me deeply into the Beatles, Eleanor Rigby and all that. Oh, that's
0: great. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So for those who may not be familiar with Bob Eubanks, how is he connected to Beatlemania in the US and bringing them to the Hollywood Bowl?
0: Bob was a, at that time, one of the mainstays of Top 40 Radio in Los Angeles. He was on KRLA in Pasadena. Uh, their biggest top forty competition at that time was KFWB, uh, referred to often as All Color Radio. I'm I'm not sure what that ever meant, but everybody had their own designation. Um, and Bob, of course, being a DJ, certainly aware that there was this new band. It was out of England. They were coming on strong uh, through their own. Uh, manager's heavy promotion coming to America, what caught his attention was when he learned that there had been 50,000 requests for the 700 seats in the Ed Sullivan show. And it was like the light went off for Bob and said, oh, my gosh, I got to figure out a way to get these guys out here. Uh, He did. And he became the promoter that brought them to the Hollywood Bowl the first time around. He had been a a concert promoter, so he was familiar with the process. But my guess is when he's talking on the ninth, I think we're going to be surprised at what he was up against in trying to get the Beatles into Los Angeles and Southern California and more than likely how much it was really going to cost.
1: Yeah, he mortgaged his home. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <that
0: I heard. laughs> yeah, he did. Yes. <laughs> Whatever it took. Whatever it took. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so how has it felt to see the legacy of the Beatles remain strong within multiple generations, especially with the release of the vinyl Beatles song now and then, and then events like Sixty Years of Beatlemania?
2: Of which we will be giving away a copy at the event on Red Vinyl. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I get asked that a lot, and what it boils down to is the songs. Uh, You can have mop tops and style, uh, but without substance, then it's just a magazine cover. Uh, It's because those songs had depth and meaning. Uh, They were complex. Even the simplest of Beatles songs, uh, it was the depth of the songs and the genius of the songwriting that has lasted and endured over all of these years, Uh, and I think that's why... Even the newer generations coming along with it, with the music we hear now, it's like, well, wait—that's something a little bit different.
0: The longevity of their music—I mean, yesterday became one of the most played songs,
2: most covered songs, most covered
0: in the world. I mean, every time I've listened to it, I keep thinking it is a simple song. Yes, and yet, simple songs don't necessarily have a sixty-year lifespan. No, yeah. but yesterday know? lives on. Yeah.
2: And it was uh, along those lines. I lived in a, a military household. Dad despised the Beatles. <laughs> yesterday was the first time he had to give it up. That's a good song. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah.
1: Super timeless and completely understandable why. So my last question is just six years of Beatlemania celebration is happening Friday, February 9th at the Marjorie Luke Theater. Where mm-hmm. can listeners find out more and get tickets?
0: Uh, you can get tickets by going to buy and buy, that's biE by and buy slash upcoming events. and they're right there online. They're thirty dollars for advance and they'll be forty dollars at the door. So if someone makes that last minute decision to show up on that Friday night we will still have tickets for them. so
2: You can also go to com. There's a graphic right there on the front page. Click it, and it'll take you right to buy and buy productions.
0: There you go. Oh, and
1: really quick, what exactly is happening at the event?
0: Well, we will, um, both Dennis and I, will open up the show at around 7, and we have about a 15 to 20-minute presentation of various beetle facts and going to talk about different things and how some people were affected by their arrival in the country. We have some wonderful door prizes to give away. Then we will bring on Bob Eubanks, who will tell some pretty fascinating, seldom heard stories about working with the Beatles over those years that he did. And then right around eight o'clock, we'll show the entire February 9th, 1964 show, of which you'll get some surprises in that, as well as complete with commercials. Yes. Uh, And then following that, we'll have uh, Bobby, Finn, and Dave, better known as BFD. They will take the stage for about a 45 to an hour-long set of just acoustic set of just great Beatles songs. So we'll be able to tap our toes, sing along, because they love that. So, you know, it should be fun. And then after that, we'll close out the show with a a little bit of a surprise at the end. We won't reveal that at the moment. Sounds like
1: an amazing experience to have. And yeah, it was lovely talking to you both. And thank you for giving the time to discuss this. So
0: thank you, Kelly.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much.